Hello, my name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and welcome to Patient Stories, episodes about some remarkable people who I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. Some people are as inspirational from the stories they tell. Mr. P had been an active referee in professional sports. He came to us with a diagnosis of prostate cancer, treated elsewhere initially. He was part of an experimental protocol that we had running at our institution, which had shown promise for that type of tumor, even if there was some diffuse spread, which is what Mr. P had unfortunately experienced. He was quite a fellow, tough in every way, but incredibly self-deprecating. It was somewhat difficult to separate the person one might or would see on television with the zebra stripes on, with the guy sitting in the chair in front of us, coming to clinic to get his therapy. He definitely had, as one of our nurses noted, quite the personality. He would tell story after story about players, plays, calls he'd made, calls he'd missed, all in rapid succession during getting some pretty cytotoxic agents, which could cause nausea and vomiting. He dismissed these side effects, noting that in his time in the military, this seemed like child's play, and then made a separate note about the stench of locker rooms that referees had to endure when moving up the ladder in that world. Mr. P had a resilience that was noteworthy to everyone who came in contact with him, as well as those who'd referred him to us. After he'd been diagnosed with prostate cancer, which was localized at the time, he'd undergone radiation therapy and continued to work full-time despite being actively treated. He tended to work the weekends and quoted one of his radiation therapists who had told him that, quote, cancer doesn't grow on the weekends, unquote, which is why he didn't have therapy seven days a week. He added some colorful language describing that sentiment's accuracy, but also noted that it actually helped him continue to work and to keep his mind focused. Can't think about your own problems all the time, right? He declared. Mr. P also told us of his times when he was an athlete, playing in the minor leagues. He'd been good, but not great, and knew after a fairly short time that he wouldn't make it to the big show, as he called it. He was philosophical about this, stating it made it easier to transition to what was his calling. He started out as an educator in the local school system and did officiating on the side. I remember he told the staff at the cancer clinic that some of his best preparation for his professional officiating career was based on having to deal with fourth and fifth graders. You know, they have the same mentality as the coaches, he said with a wry smile. Players, too. Adjudicating between kids on the playground isn't much different than on the professional side. Of course, in the latter, less is at stake. Despite being retired, he still had the finger on the pulse of professional sports, being part of the review squad of calls made during the season, coming up with policy decisions based on the experiences on the field, and overall trying to make the referee's job part of but not influencing the game. To paraphrase something he once said, we're there to be invisible if possible, but everyone's only human. After several months, everyone would be anticipating Mr. P's arrival at clinic. He had no shortage of stories, and the fact that we would ask him about things that we'd seen, given that he was still watching games, was the ultimate second-guessing game. Most of the time he'd demure for the latter type of questions, and then come up with some anecdote about his own experience and or screw-up, giving the referee who made the call we might have questioned the benefit of the doubt. He was definitely the kind of person who noted that only the guys in the domain knew what it was like to have to make a call when things were happening so fast. 
and that the remarkable thing was that they were right most of the time. He compared it to medicine. You guys have to know what you're doing too, right? You have to make the call on what to do with us. I remember that so well and was both chagrined and saddened by his thought since there were so many things that we don't know how to deal with in medicine, and that sometimes we have to try things like clinical trials and prostate cancer to see if things might work for patients like Mr. P. I told him that, but he demurred. We all just try to do the best we can, he said with a drawl. God knows that's all any of us can be expected to do. Ultimately, and regretfully, Mr. P's tumor recurred, despite intensive treatment, and his tumor had spread to many bones, causing him a significant amount of pain. He had already known that the treatment must not have been working given the intensity of the narcotics he needed to take and the new bone pain from his chest down to his pelvis. Of course, his response to this was to tell us another story about his time officiating, about one of the calls he'd made correctly. Sometimes we get lucky, he said, but I guess this isn't one of those times. Mr. P decided to defray getting more therapy and passed away shortly thereafter. He was subsequently nominated to be in the Hall of Fame posthumously. I'll never forget the statement and feeling I had after he noted such confidence in our efforts and how we ultimately didn't live up to those expectations. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.